0: Nation, let's go welcome into dmvr buffs prime time we are presented by illegal pete's everyone's go-to spot for burritos buddies and beers jake and rk
1: how was your fourth it was great man um won the family olympics again let's go uh, ali and i back-to-back champs undefeated champs considering it's the events have only been hold, held for two years congratulations oh uh, thank you they're gonna
0: name the trophy after you guys at this they point.
1: are yes the RK and Alley Memorial Family yes. Olympics trophy. Um I guess we would have to die for it to be a memorial <laughs> trophy, so hopefully not. Um <clears throat> but yeah, uh just all around dominant performance from us top to bottom. Um and then had one of the best meals I've had in a long time. Let's go. Brisket, mm. which was like an all night all day Situation, mm-hmm. little chadors on there. Yep, um, collard greens, uh, mac and cheese, just like all the hits. Let's go. It was so good.
0: I could eat it probably every day. Yeah, my pops cooked up a brisket a few days ago and brought some back. It was so good. The
1: the it was everything was good. The collard greens were so good that I was so full. And I was just like, I just don't know if I'll ever have collard greens this <laughs> good again in my life. I yeah. have to have more.
0: Let's go. I love collard greens, man. Oh. Best is if you have like some cornbread after you like dip it in like the little sauce. Oh, yes. Left. Oh, my Maybe God.
1: Maybe the most underrated green is the collard green. Probably. It's up there. It's so good every time.
0: <laughs> is this a preview for your draft on the Broncos show tomorrow?
1: <laughs> green things. <laughs> yeah. It's a good one, too. Uh,
0: all right. Let's catch up on some recruiting stuff. DeAndre Robinson, we've talked about him a little bit. Big boy, 6'4, 300 pounds, 2024 20, defensive lineman. He's a 247 sports composite, four star. He put CU in a top 10. So they're in the conversation. He's from Orlando, Florida. Could be another Florida guy on the way. Another Florida Let's kid, go. though.
1: Let's go. Sign
0: me up. Kylan Fox. Weird. Had his commitment scheduled for the 4th of July. He committed to UCF yesterday. He had four hats on the table. No CU. After all of that, no CU. It was Ole Miss, UCF, Georgia Tech, and Florida State.
1: So odd. Yeah. Such a weird kind of ending to a story that we were paying attention to. Um, like I would maybe say there's a chance they flip him, but yeah, I wonder if maybe they stopped recruiting him or something along those lines.
0: Not sure. That is the fourth four star for UCF in this pe- in this recruiting period. Wow.
1: Good for them, man. Yeah. Um, we might be competing with them soon. For sure. Which would be weird. You know who's leading mm-hmm. them? Is it Josh Heupel? No, no. He went to Tennessee. Tennessee. It's Gus Melzon. Oh, my God. I would <laughs> not have gotten that. I would have kept guessing young names. No, it's Gus Melzon. The Gus Bus is back. Wow. Yeah. So Okay. So it was Frost to Heupel, Mm-hmm. Then both of those went to Power 5. I guess they're Power 5 now, too. But... And then Malzahn was next, or was there a, a gap in there? Um, what was Hypel's
0: first year? Twenty twenty one wasn't last year, so I think so. Okay. Um, and then we talked about San Diego State a bit on Monday.
1: No, that can't be true. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you gotta screen your comments better. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the Mountain West
0: has said that San Diego State has left the conference, though. Okay. What? They said, remember that letter they sent at the end of May? Their intention to leave. The Mountain West called their bluff and said that that was them leaving. They now owe the Mountain West money for their exit fee. Upwards of like $16 million.
1: I mean, I'm guessing this goes to court. And well, it'll definitely go to court. But I'm guessing that when it goes to court, the court will say... The letter of intent to leave the conference did not count as officially leaving the conference. They're still it.
0: So uh, Brett McMurphy of the Action Network is reporting that the Mountain West is, Mountain West is withholding $6.6 6 million as a part of SDSU's $17 million exit fee due by July first, twenty 2024. Of course, SDSU claimed on June 30th it did not officially notify the league they were withdrawing. The league's board of directors are going to meet on the 17th now to discuss the matter. That is two days before their media day, I think.
1: Everyone's <laughs> trying to squeeze it in before the media day. Yep. So that's when they know they're going to have to answer questions.
0: Including the Pac-12. Who yes. At this point, get ready for a circus when we go to Vegas.
1: Maybe they'll host it at Circus Circus. <laughs>
0: they may need to. <laughs> uh, Commissioner Kolovkov coming on with like a clown shoes
1: or something Oh, jeez rides in on an elephant
0: <laughs> big red nose
1: <laughs> have you seen this sphere dude
0: <laughs> holy cow where did it come from okay so i've known about this for a few weeks because the f1 uh track they had like renderings uh. and they showed you the guys like driving by this and i was like what the hell is that yes and now i'm seeing all these videos coming out did
1: you see the video of the person so if you haven't Seen this stuff, which I feel like all of you guys are as online as we are, so you probably have. Yeah. Um, there's like this new giant sphere in Las Vegas, and when I say giant sphere, I mean <laughs> a giant fucking sphere. Yeah. Um, and I guess it's a concert venue, which is cool. I thought it was just like a, a feature. At I first. have no
0: idea what it was, it wouldn't <laughs> surprise me if it was a hotel.
1: They're opening it with a U2 concert, which I I thought YouTube was Random. over after they tried to force that album onto all of our iPods, <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> uh, but I guess they're still going. Um, and, anyways, have you seen the video from the road that someone took yesterday? No. There's definitely going to be accidents caused by this thing.
0: People watching it. Because you
1: just like drive over this hill and then all of a sudden there's just like this giant sphere and they were like, they had like fireworks going off of it for yesterday and like American flag. And like, there's just no way you're not like staring at that as you drive by. (laughs) Have you seen it when it's a giant eye? No. Yeah. You guys know who the owner is? No. Jane Stolen,
0: the owner of the Knicks. (laughs)
1: Owner of the Knicks. Okay. That makes sense. Um,. I'm hoping that my I'm going to Vegas on Friday. There you go. So I will not be here. And yes, I'm working, not twerking, although I'll try to mix <laughs> in some twerking as well. Um I hope my hotel room has a view of the sphere. Probably watch that all day long. I
0: was gonna say you need to come back and tell me what the best like sphere <laughs> moment was right, of the week.
1: Right. Maybe they'll turn it into the Larry O B and put the nuggets there on. There you go.
0: That's what we're talking about. <laughs> it, uh, it's Coach not Prime. shaped like a football. <laughs> Well done. <laughs> but the, the crystal BCS ball, you know oh, what I mean? Um, it could,
1: they could probably have like hands around it and make yeah, it more round. Yeah.
0: Um, I missed
1: that trophy. That trophy was sick. That was one of the best trophies in sports. Yeah. Now we. Why just didn't have we a just like buy that from Sears or whoever was the presenting <laughs> sponsor? Um, now we have a gold beam. And it's not as cool.
0: Not nearly as cool. Um, some people have been projecting wins for next season. Okay. This is from uh, 247 Sports. They wrote this article and they used the information on ESPN's Football Power Index. They went through and they found out the buffs are not favored
1: in any game besides the game against Colorado State. Yeah, and this makes sense uh, now, knowing what we know about what Vegas thinks about Colorado. Mm-hmm. So they've got them set at over under three wins. And we know they're 20-something point dogs to TCU. Um, And so I wasn't surprised to see this. uh, But I guarantee by the end of the season, that number is way up.
0: Oh, yeah. So last year, uh, using these same power ratings, Colorado was projected as an underdog. This is in the lead-up to uh, um, the—I'm sorry, this is 2023—11 games. So Colorado State, of course, the only one. That is Stanford you're projecting to be underdogs against. That is Nebraska at home. That is Arizona, Arizona State. All these teams. Um, There was one Pac-12 team, however, favored to win every game or projected to be a favorite in every game, I should say. Do you know who it is? One Pac-12 team
1: projected to be a favorite in every game. One. Utah. Washington. Oh, Do they just have a cakewalk schedule? It is. Their, we know their non con is. It's pretty
0: embarrassing. Um, yeah. But their Pac 12 slate is not near what the Buffs have to face.
1: So they play US- They probably don't play USC. I, th- I can't remember off the top of my head.
0: Um, but Kelly Ford, I just found this page at uh, Ford Ratings on Twitter. They got a website, kfordratings.com. They do all sorts of stuff power ratings, projected win totals, all these analytics. And they released um, the most improved teams in terms of expected wins. Okay, now we're talking. Colorado's in the top 30. Wow. <laughs> 21st. Okay. 1.7. Projected more wins? Additional, yeah.
1: That puts them right around three. What? What's the most? USF with 3.8. So they're expecting them to go from one to four wins five I guess we'll say one to five and that's going to be the biggest jump in the in the country
0: yep Oklahoma's right behind them at 3.3 and they
1: have the buffs at essentially three basically yeah man I hate being in this position because I'm I'm such a homer that I'm just like am I not seeing this clearly (laughs) because I feel like Colorado might be the best opportunity to make money of any team in college football yes but like if I was talking about I don't know uh, Baylor right I would feel like I like I would trust my own take more Mm -hmm. if I was just like are they just completely missing that they overhauled the entire roster like and like the coaching staff is elite I would trust myself more on another team but I think I think I'm right that Colorado might be the best money-making opportunity in the country in college football
0: I think you're right, and. I was listening to a podcast on Friday when I was driving to Utah, um, a betting podcast. They were previewing the whole Pac-12. How was your fourth, by the way? It was great.
1: Okay, it was I really forgot chill. I return the question after you asked oh, me. Oh,
0: it's all good. Spent time at home. We went to Top Golf. Nice. It was a good time. How was the swing? We were hitting them straight, man. Hey, I was I'd impressed love to see with see myself. It. Yeah. Um, but anyways, I was on the road listening to this podcast, and they opened up talking about Colorado. And they talked about the transfers and how oh they're FCS kids coming up, you know how can they make the jump? But then when they talk about every other school and they bring up oh they got a couple FCS transfers coming in, this guy was really good coming. No one talks about Colorado like that. Yeah, and it's I don't know if it's because of the numbers of the kids. And I just that's think what scares them.
1: Yeah, well I don't think anyone else is able to pay close enough attention. There's so much that's changed. You know, for us, if one thing changes, that's a whole show for us. Right. Um, for them, 50 things change between the times that they talk about Colorado, mm-hmm. and they're just not able to keep up with it. Like, I guarantee you, no one outside of our little circle knows who Javon Antonio is. Right. Now, we're seeing a guy that we think might actually be a difference maker. For them, they've never heard his name. Right. And even if they did, they would see, okay, well, he's a transfer from the lower levels. Mm-hmm. Who cares? Um, you know, f- like we get to hear like Cam Selman, Craig talk about these guys right next to us. They're never hearing that. So for them, I just think there's too much change for them to zero in on any specific thing and actually drill in what that means for the football team. Right.
0: Um, but
1: they just group all these guys together. Like... When they talk about
0: Travis Hunter and Cormani McLean on a national perspective, and it's funny because this is stuff we saw a few months ago, but they still bring it up. These guys are allergic to the weight room. Like it's just weird the narratives that the national what? even national is kind of weird, but just the the football, I guess, general consensus, what they think about Colorado at this point, as to your point, it's a lot of not paying attention, a lot of just you know kind of writing them off and oh coach prime big name whatever but they're not doing even the best places out there I don't think are doing their complete due diligence on this team
1: yeah and there are excusable things like I excuse them for not knowing who Javon Antonio is right um the same way that you know they don't know who a wide receiver on Cal is exactly um or even USC like I'm sure there's guys on that on that team that they don't, they aren't really familiar with saying things like Gormani and Travis are allergic to the weight room. That's irresponsible, disrespectful, and flat out wrong. Yeah, not paying attention. Yeah, but that's like, but don't have takes on things that you're not paying attention to. Right? Like they don't, you know, like going back to the John Antonio example. They're not going to talk about him. They don't know who he is. Right? They he wouldn't even, you know, come across in their research because they're not digging deep enough. And that's hard to dig that deep on on that level. But if you're going to say something like that about guys, you have to actually know what you're talking about yeah for
0: what it's worth the podcast i did listen to they did hype up sean lewis and his ability to design and call an
1: offense a lot all right by the way someone took it in the comments took issue with me calling the coaching staff elite i don't think
0: Um, i don't think that's a problem
1: i think (laughs) why
0: is that an issue
1: well they were saying it's too much too high of praise look at where these guys are
0: coming from yeah i mean from all over the sec coach Prime himself.
1: You pulled a head coach of one of the most high flying offenses in the country to come be your OC. I think if you go back to the
0: day Coach Prime was hired, and if you, today, if you went back and showed you from seven months ago this coaching staff and went, (laughs) they're going to pull a guy named Sean Lewis, who was a head coach in the MAC. They're going to get Alabama's co defensive coordinator, and showed you back on December 4th or whatever it was, you would have, there's no way you would have believed it.
1: Yes. And that's the thing is, like, each, all this stuff happens so fast in our world. Yeah. Where we don't have enough time to, like, properly freak out over the fact that they got Charles Kelly to be their defensive coordinator. Cause it's like, in that time, everything was moving so fast that it was just like, okay, that's the headline. But Mm -hmm. there's also 13 other things we have to talk about that day. Right. Um, Sean Lewis, we had a little bit of breathing room. I feel like we, like, fully were like, holy shit, this is amazing. Yeah. But I think the coaching staff is one of the best in college football
0: yeah i think we'll see it on the field this year too
1: all the way down to you know coach mo
0: for sure probably the most important coach other than coach prime on this team right now
1: yep makes players shudder when they hear his name
0: (laughs) also the fact that uh, coach prime is the head coach i mean people just see that i feel like and they just don't dig deeper than that because he's such a big name he's such a powerful person that the buck kind of stops with them or uh, when you're breaking down this team. You know what I mean?
1: I'm excited for people to learn about how good of a coach Coach Prime is. Oh, yeah. Because there's a lot of people who just think that he is a recruiting attraction. Mm-hmm. Even Buffs fans, you know, casual. Right. Who are just like, yeah, I like the team. I'm interested in seeing what happens. I'll be at a couple games. Even they are just think like, oh, yeah, you hire Coach Prime because he helps recruiting. Mm-hmm. You hire Coach Prime because he's a great coach college football coach. <laughs> he's been around the game for forever yeah, yes he is a masterful football mind yep yes he is and the, and that's what's like i'm excited for people to be like wow like our coach just completely outcoached their coach today and that's why we won yeah like that's gonna blow some people's minds
0: yep um some more expected win totals from kelly ford's ratings relevant teams nebraska 12 2.1 Colorado State sixteenth, one point <laughs> nine; Arizona State one point seven in twentieth place. Um, who else have we got? Cal thirty fifth of one point one. Uh, Michigan State point eight and fortieth. Oregon point three and fifty three.
1: So, so this is actually interesting. I think this gives you a an interesting perspective on why people are having such a hard time imagining this colorado turning turnaround being at the level that people like us think it can be mm-hmm. they think that the best improvement in the entire country will be 3.8 and this is based off i'm sure some sort of formula yeah for sure uh will be 3.8 wins and we're talking about a team going from one to six mm-hmm. or more yeah and that so t- to them that's like almost unfathomable yeah it's unprecedented really but i wonder if returning production is one of the metrics that that they use. It probably is. And that's just going to completely skew anything. I don't think there's a metric that you can use to project Colorado this year.
0: There's not. And we're we're going to definitely talk about it as we get closer to the TCU game, but as these EPA and all these stats kind of come out that we're based on last year, it's even through the first month of the season. Like yeah. Two games of data isn't going to be enough to go off of to project a line for the USC game, you know what I mean, or three right. games, whatever it is. Right. So we'll see. That was good. That was a good segment. What? (laughs) Um, (laughs) (laughs) Shout out to Ibotta. Do you like free stuff, Ryan? Love it. How about free money? Ibotta gives you cash back on hundreds of grocery items, from produce to personal care to pantry goods. They give you real cash back, not points like other apps. The average Ibotta user earns over $120 in real cash back. Right now... Ibotta is offering our listeners $5 just for trying Ibotta by using the code DMVR. When you register, just go to the App Store, Google Play Store, and download the free Ibotta app and use code DMVR. That's Ibotta, I-B-O-T-T-A, in the Google Play or App Store, and use code DMVR. They're also sponsoring uh, RG's Spotlight's coverage from the Nuggets. I think the last one came out last week. Yeah. I didn't watch it yet
1: i know it's a it's like a 45 minute is it really yeah the so guy went in it's wow. like a sit dog. down like what it's are we watching dogs. tonight oh we're gonna watch rg's finals documentary all
0: right um so check that out on our youtube page as well and then shout out to Shador's number two mm. we just got i mean we got another bottle we I had know, the whole I just weekend restocked.
1: that means my net because i have like maybe like a quarter bottle le- left yeah it means i'm going to get aggressive because i was going to go really you know <laughs> not to be conservative with it right my next meal that involves your i'm just going to finish the bottle because i know i have another one in the in the chamber
0: love that i've seen a lot of people tagging the buffs account too they're getting their hands on it it's when i say
1: like, it like it's good it yeah it's really good yeah. like i wouldn't tell you guys that and then have you ruin your barbecue night by believing me on the sauce so- no the sauce is really good yep had it twice this weekend
0: uh, I no, can't three wait. Times. I can't wait to dig into to mine with the, some of that brisket from Pop's. Shador's number two is a tomato-based, rich, thick, sweet molasses-style barbecue sauce with tangy vinegar. Fire heat. Fun, it finishes with a subtle smoky note. Head on over to PLBSE.com. Use the code ALL CITY all caps all in word at checkout. You'll get ten percent off your order of Shador's number two barbecue.
1: thought you were playing us (laughs) off there it's the end of the broncos podcast
0: (laughs) (laughs) all right um i wrote an article at the breaking down all the walk-ons we'll talk about not everyone but some guys who can pop this year and we'll start with the guy we caught we talked about him on monday israel solomon um did you read that uh feature that came out on him it was from the buff speed sports illustrated i did not Really good. Uh, Just went into his background in terms of an athlete, in terms of where he came from. He's from Dallas, Texas. He's got Jamaican roots. Made his way to Florida after playing in California in high school football to play at IMG. Okay. 2021, Torres labrum, Mm -hmm. missed the whole season, came back in 2022 to play for IMG. Defensive captain. Whoa. 45 tackles, four interceptions, five PDUs, two and a half sacks, Six-time player of the week.
1: Whoa. Yeah. Guys don't normally ball out like that at places like that and then end up as a Mm walk-on.
0: He said, I was going to follow Coach Prime to Jackson State. I ended up committing to Hawaii right before he was on the move to Colorado. I heard about a camp they were doing and decided to go see what's out there. They said they were looking for dogs, and I'm a dog.
1: Wow, dude. Remember I said this? The other day, I was like, man, the way that people are talking about this guy just makes me think he's legit. Yeah. And then you tell me that. I didn't know any of that stuff about him. Yep. That makes sense. He's probably very legit.
0: Oh, yeah. He also said, my dad has been training me in boxing since I was eight. One thing that he instills in me, especially through sports, is being disciplined. Boxing teaches you hand-eye coordination, along with being able to hit and knowing how to use your hands. Also teaches you how to take a punch, and when you get knocked down to get back up. Talking about Coach Prime, he said, I feel like being able to have a coach like Dion, Coach Prime, is great to maximize my opportunities. He knows the game and the ins and outs of everything. Besides him being in the Hall of Fame and all the work that he's done prior to being at Colorado, he's a great coach. He teaches us what to do and what not to do on and off the field. He grew up a Cowboys fan, too, so you know he knows about Coach Prime and Deion Sanders, the player for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, looks like he's going to be playing cornerback. Finished high school with a 4.0 GPA. Sheesh. Yeah, man.
1: How did he not?
0: I, I'm i not sure. Very odd. Um, and apparently he's a hooper. And he can hoop, yes, according to Cam.
1: So just an all-around athlete.
0: Right. Uh, Nymeer Robinson, the next guy. We talked about him quite a bit already. It's yep. Nate Robinson's son. Looks like he's going to be playing uh, cornerback as well. Picked Colorado over Washington and CSU in terms of preferred walk-on offers. Washington's where his dad went. Yep. And uh, his grandfather, I think, as well, who was a running back in college. Uh, He had a scholarship offer from Portland State. Declined that. He was actually a three-star recruit according to 247 Sports. uh, 205th at his position, 48th cornerback in the state of Washington it wasn't ranked on the consensus of course was a walk on but that position room cornerback and even we can go to safety here because ben finiseth has been making a lot of plays on well off and stuff You're about what to cry. is happening
1: <laughs> no no i i held in a yawn i so oh. didn't want to be rude um but i did wake up at 6 a.m this morning to drive down from the mountains um that yeah i mean the uh, the cornerback room. Someone just said in the comments we're thin there. I would say the exact opposite.
0: Mm. We are thick
1: at corner. <laughs> yeah. Um. But there's some exciting walk-ons on this team. Yep. And it doesn't. It, it's no surprise to me that a guy like Israel Solomon or Na'im Robinson, when maybe left with the decision of walk on at a big program or go, you know, get a scholarship at a smaller program, would come to a place at cornerback where they could um where where they could play for coach prime yeah then speaking of ben finniseth mm-hmm. who andre was the first person to mention yeah he saw him at that practice brought him up got kind of cooked for it mm-hmm. being like shut up about ben finniseth <laughs> yeah then you've got cam sitting here telling us ben's maybe one of his favorite guys on the team Yep. um saying all the praises for ben finniseth and now he's making plays on on uh well off
0: yep Ben Finniseth, he was he was a name I knew about last year.
1: So he's kind of been on the up and up. It's so easy to just ignore a walk-on named yep. Ben Finniseth. I know. It's just so easy to be like, yeah, that there's no way. Mm-hmm. Maybe there's a way. Maybe there is a way.
0: Uh, Charlie offered all the next guy. I mean, you guys already know about Charlie. Played at Dakota Ridge out of Littleton, Colorado. Uh, was player of the year. First team All-State for max preps as a running back kick returner, defensive back um he played track or ran track played lacrosse in high school been on CU's roster since uh 2021 set a walk-on record for rushing yards last year and he's a fan favorite now it seems
1: yeah certainly still to this day as far as we've seen the only player to get that type of in practice yeah. praise from Coach Prime
0: his former teammate and high school Dante Cupolongo, yes, who we hear about from Brandon all the time, yes, um, and the response from just including his name in the article was pretty outstanding. Um, he a was a lot of fans.
1: He was serious in high school. Yeah, um, has a pretty sick highlight reel, and um, Brandon, you know, got to watch him because his son was considering going there, so they, you know, went to games. Um, and just came back singing all the praises. Mm -hmm. Kind of slot receiver, returner, running, you know, get him the ball in space type of guy. Right. um, Who had a couple flashes, Mm -hmm. had a couple flashes.
0: Um, Last year, he started as a running back, made the move to defensive back after CU had a ton of injuries at corner last season. I believe he played four games, kind of rotating in at cornerback and also playing some kick returner. And then he's going to be playing slot receiver this year.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Again, just one of those guys is just an athlete. He's also very fast. Just remember
0: the name. I'll say that.
1: All right. To everyone listening. By the way, according to the chat, Well Off just dropped and Coach Prime is back. Let's go. Love to hear it. There
0: was a video. uh, He posted a reel, I think, today with Shador that I hadn't seen before. It looked like he was in the facility. Let's go. Let's go. Great to hear. Great news. Uh, wide receivers. I got three guys here who have really stood out from the other walk-ons: Caleb Mathis, Sernay Estes, and Cole
1: Basquia. All guys who have gotten uh, sh- callouts. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'll never forget Shador calling out Basquia. Um yeah. Then, like w- Estes, he's just been nice. Like he's showing up <laughs> on every- on videos when we were at practice. He made a sick back shoulder catch for a touchdown. Like. I don't know. Walk-ons are some of the best stories that mm-hmm. you get uh, in college football. And there's always going to be one or two who who surprise you.
0: Kolboska, uh, looks at 6'3", 210. I think we may have underestimated his size and the role he could potentially play. Because Shador obviously trusts him. He will just throw it up and let him go get it. Saw that multiple times during the spring. Uh, Shanae Estes was a breakout kid his last season in high school at lake travis high school in austin texas um you already mentioned he's has been providing splash plays and then caleb mathis i mean probably the most impressive walk-on that we saw outside of charlie offered
1: all this spring yeah do not sleep on caleb mathis uh, uh fast knack for getting open good hands mm-hmm. relationship with Shador. he kind of has like the all the, the all all the mixins for what makes a walk on pop.
0: Right. Um, all right, a couple few, a couple more guys, and I'll uh, throw out some names that stood out to me when I did this. Uh, Elijah Yelverton, Brady Kopitz at tight ends. Mm-hmm. They're definitely in the conversation. It seems to be the starter this year. Yep. Uh, both guys trusted by Coach Prime and by yes. Shador, and big guys, big tight ends too. Yep. Which is what Coach Brew is obviously looking for. Uh, champion johnson who we saw a lot in the spring game kind of playing h-back and tight end Mm -hmm. um i'm i'd imagine we'll see him on the field power five experience playing yep and then just a few guys that stood out to me uh doing this write up do you know thomas notarini no so he walked onto the team in 2021 took a red shirt did not see game action last year this guy was one of the
1: Four people in the office are wearing the same <laughs> shirt as me today. I almost wore <laughs> that shirt, too. Uh, Yaya's wearing, wearing it. You are wearing it. the same shirt as us. <laughs> Adam's wearing it. My DNBR Mount Rushmore's all wearing. This is crazy. Uh,
0: Thomas Notarini. He was one of the best high school basketball players in the state of California. And Ooh. decided he had an offer to play at Rutgers. Oh. And decided to walk on to play Colorado football instead
1: wow he plays linebacker how interesting by the way let's get some likes going uh still short of 100 we should get to 200 at least
0: for sure uh another defensive back that stood out to me safety
1: austin dahlke you know who that is that sounds familiar i've definitely seen him out there
0: so he walked on CU's roster before the 2021 season He's yet to see game time but he was the gatorade wisconsin player of the year as a two-way player uh, for Edgar High School in Wisconsin a few years ago. Legit. Um, so that stood out to me. But you can go check out the whole list at thedmvr.com.
1: My mind is still blown that four people in the office are wearing this shirt today. <laughs> it's a great there's no, damn shirt. What if the Nuggets want? were playing tonight, like it might <laughs> right. make sense.
0: Maybe but. that's your uh, your draft best DMVR shirts. Wow.
1: I That'd still li-
0: I, li- I have to like the other one better.
1: This would be a good draft, but. We'll, we'll, uh, we might have to mix it in at some point.
0: How high would the AA shirt go, though? It's up there. Everyone it's, loves it. <laughs>
1: everyone loves it. And second overall. I'll tell you a side note about that after the show. Okay. Um. It's a cool day outside here in Denver. It is, surprisingly.
0: Hopefully it's sunny and hot wherever you are. Make sure you have your Shady Rays to take on the sun with gear built to last. Shady Rays... Extremely clear polarized lenses, durable frames. Uh, every pair is backed by their lost and broken replacements. If you do not like your pair or if you break them, Rays will replace it, no questions asked. You can sh- shop their entar- entire collection at the Park Meadows Mall. Uh, if you missed out on the Independence Day sale, you can still go to ShadyRays.com and use code DMVR. You'll get 50% off two or more pairs of polarized sunglasses. Or you can go to the Park Meadows Mall, shop their entire collection there. Try for yourself, The Shade's rated five stars by over 250,000 people.
1: And we need to be rated five stars by 250,000 people.
0: Yes, we do. On Apple Podcasts and Spotify. Also, subscribe to the podcast, guys. Even if you're watching on YouTube, subscribing to the show or to the podcast helps us out greatly.
1: Yeah. Like, you don't even have to listen to it there. Just do a solid and press subscribe.
0: Yep. Um... Is the beer of the month still uh, Mountain Beach Sour? No, because it's July. <laughs> well, this is what but I'm
1: being told. I, Oh, really? You're being told? Hey, that's they're running it back? <laughs> I don't know. Trying to see the signage down in the bar. I was saying it needs to be Strawberry Sky July, but mm. I don't know if they followed my, uh, my advice.
0: Either way, come down to the DMVR bar. Get yourself... A Breck Brew on draft. We've got the Mountain Beach Sour. we got the Avalanche Amber Ale, Vanilla Porter Jr., Fun Slinger. we got much more in cans as well. You can find a Breck Brew near you. Use their beer locator. Go to www.breckbrew.com and find one near you. Also, shout out to Illegal Pete's. This episode of the DMVR Buffs podcast is presented by Illegal Pete's. It's been our go-to spot this entire summer with their extended happy hour, three to eight p.m. every single day. If you go to a Rockies game, make sure you bring in your ticket stub. You'll get a free beer, draft beer, or house margarita. Um, when was the last time you had a legal Pete's? It's been a minute for me.
1: I mean, uh, someone was asking me if I've had Saucy Southern yet, mm. and I was like, I haven't even been in Denver since the last time, <laughs> since that show. Yeah, like I went to Boulder, then I was in Steamboat, um, so I haven't had. I mean. Thursday maybe maybe before that it's been a while
0: me too King Mars just followed the podcast on Apple Podcasts. shout out to you King Mars let's
1: go thank you that's huge
0: um all right yeah yeah what do we got for questions today man
1: okay that's the question you want to show us. what's good
0: <laughs> what's
1: good right <Ryan>? <laughs> everything <laughs> All the buffs That's what's good Uh, There you go
0: Luis, did Zayn Shador make Make it back to Boulder Or they were stuck on a 7 hour flight delay Jeez Dang That's a bummer
1: Delayed flight Ooh, One of the just Just crushes the soul Yeah
0: You ever had to spend a night in an airport?
1: Yes Not since I was really young though Yeah, it's one of the most miserable experiences yes. a person can have <laughs> It's oh it is bottom of the barrel the worst is when well there's two sides i think it's definitely worse when you're trying to go on vacation and your thing keeps getting delayed but also when you're just ready to come home yes and you're like all right fine like i'm ready i'm here at the airport i'm ready to leave my vacation and they're like oh by the way your flight's not coming for three more hours
0: (laughs) oh it's brutal i drove eight hours though both ways
1: that's, that's impressive, dude. Doing that solo, that's probably the, the most I would be willing to commit to.
0: It's, I mean, I've lived in this Four Corners area a lot, so I've
1: done a ton of driving. That's why they call him Four Corners Jake. <laughs> that's true. Uh,
0: <laughs> <laughs> Angela, uh, Coach Prime knows it takes a dog to know a dog. Coach is taking shots at Coach Prime, don't get it. Coach Prime wants all the smoke we'll see you be the new you old school old school hurricanes
1: I can they have, see that us attitude. have it, yeah i think the first step is being really good at football that's <laughs> something that the U had and and you know we think that they can get there but if a coach prime colorado team gets to that level of competing for the conference competing for a national title they are going to have that level of swagger
0: mhm oh yeah
1: what's next yeah yeah Stay with us here. Um, Lawrence. We need you to do one thing at once, (laughs) and that's this.
0: CU only has eight total commits for the 24 class, too early to draw conclusions. Um, Yeah, man, this is.
1: Well, and I think this was in reference to people talking about uh, the staff being elite recruiters in the the chat.
0: Well, I mean, I've kind of wanted to talk about this, too, and it's been because there's been so many commitments over the last month. A record number of commitments the last month. And CU's last commitment was Aaron Butler. And I can't remember when that was. A while ago. That was a while ago. Um, I wouldn't worry about it. We've talked about this a lot, though. If they win games, we know what will happen you know, in the months after that. Mm-hmm. But it's still kind of fascinating. You know, Stanford pulling out a ton of four stars. UCF. Yeah. Yeah.
1: I would say this, though. Most great recruiting is done during the season. That is true. You know, you bring in players for that Nebraska game, you're walking away with commitments. Mm-hmm. Now, it is surprising, and it almost feels like you're missing out on guys if other schools are getting commits. But a lot of times when you really rake them in is during the season and flip season. Yep. The more they commit, the more that can be flipped. Exactly. It's still all
0: in front of uh, Coach Prime and the Buffs, I think. Yep. Uh, I'm not sure
1: what this is asking. How many teams deep at tight end? Like just how many teams, because someone said we're thin at tight end, so someone else said, well, how many teams are deep at tight end? Oh, Utah has been historically good. But it it is true. It's not a very rich position in terms of top talent.
0: That's true. I mean, you really just need one to be an X factor, and doesn't matter. Or you're just Georgia, and you have eight (laughs) five stars.
1: I don't think we're petty enough for this one.
0: Um, Mr. Morris, all this doubt, will you guys have a tracker of writers, coaches, and players that doubt at Colorado? It could be something that we follow, how they did, or what they say as the season goes on.
1: I'll say this. I am petty enough to bookmark <laughs> tweets that I think will be wrong in the future. Um, not pe- petty enough to have a public list of haters.
0: That's exactly what I was going to say. I've been <laughs> using the bookmark option a lot, and I you encourage know, you all to do the
1: same. Seriously, I mean... There are still people rolling out bookmarks on Nuggets tweets. Yeah. Like I'm pretty sure this one guy's like, all right, I got five hundred of these. I'm just gonna ration them out For across sure. the summer. He rolls out like three a day of just people who said something dumb about the Nuggets.
0: The beautiful thing about this too is even if Colorado starts to win, you're gonna hear it every step of the way. Oh, yeah. Why their week one win was a fluke.
1: Yep. TCU wasn't actually that good.
0: <laughs> Why Colorado's the worst three in one team ever. Yeah. <laughs> like all that stuff. Yeah sure uh where can you buy my hat go to 10th and uni shout Man, out to those guys
1: great investment by them sending you that hat for free <laughs> because you wear it a lot and people always ask where you got it
0: it's a sick hat Look it is I a sick say. hat
1: it is a sick hat
0: uh angela um are we witnessing how a coach with a gold jacket differs from those without one the elite get to canton coach prime knows the skills dogs must have
1: I uh, mean, are there any other coaches in canton i don't think so
0: not in the Pro Football Hall of Fame yeah. that I can think of.
1: Trent Dilfer didn't quite make it in. <laughs> no, mm-hmm.
0: he does have a Super Bowl ring. Though. Ed Reed
1: would have been the only other one. That's true.
0: I wonder what he's up to. I don't know. He's been very quiet since the whole Bethune Cookman thing.
1: Probably just enjoying retirement, I would hope.
0: But he's got to have the. You know, oh the yeah, he act. has the itch for sure. Yeah. yeah. We haven't seen the last of him. How many wins are we predicting?
1: I've been saying between five and seven. Um, I'm hoping we get to lay eyes on these guys in fall camp a few times. And I'll have a more dialed in prediction. But for now, somewhere in that range.
0: Yep. Same. Five to six. Eric's asking, how did everyone pass on Israel Solomon?
1: I mean, we already talked about that, but it's pretty crazy. He's kind of got everything you'd want. He's 4.0 student production at a big high school. Like, there's got to be, I'm guessing there's something that we're missing or something everyone in the country missed, which is a baller.
0: Well, he did have that labrum injury in 2021. He lost a whole season of football.
1: That's not even that bad of an injury in terms of football.
0: And he did come back from it already. He has moved around a lot, too. I don't know if that's Mm. factored in. Okay. But, I mean, this guy has no stars, no ratings on 247. Very interesting. Could be a, a reclassified player, too yeah because he walked on quite late so i don't know if he had like graduated high school early or something i don't know
1: hopefully uh everyone else's screw up is the buffs uh
0: treasure for sure nicholas the record for interceptions for cu in a season is 70 you guys think that could be broken that's just by a player right
1: yes i actually think it could be yeah by Cormani, mm. because i just think everyone's gonna avoid travis yep and he's gonna get his chances. Or, you know, maybe someone in that safety group, but I think they're gonna be flipping around. I am I am more and more convinced that Cormani is going to live up to the hype by the day.
0: Me too. Yeah, talking to Lanlin from Polkway got me really excited. Well, and
1: you just talk to these players, and I just generally think players are skeptical about five-star guys, um, just because most of them aren't five stars. Right. And they're like, oh yeah, let's, let's see what all this hype is about, Mr. Yeah. Five Star. And like, the players are kind of like, no, he's legit. Yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> uh, big TZ. Any guess why Cormani wasn't working out away from the team all in Boulder? I don't know, guys. I do not know. Is Cormani going to wear number one or another player?
1: Was it, There was something that came out that said he wanted to wear number one. Did you ever? F- I think he said it during an inc- uh, a live. YouTube
0: live or something like that.
1: Yeah, that would look so good on him. It would. That, le- that l- lengthy players with the number one, Ooh. if Travis seven's th- off the board, yeah. If Travis doesn't want it,
0: give it to Cormani. Why not?
1: Yeah, we know Travis doesn't want it. He wants twelve. Uh, yeah. Let's go.
0: Um, big twenty-one. Which last year Buff player do you think is going to help out their new team? Oh, new team. So transfers. So transfers. Owen McCown. That would be fun. Yeah. He's got um, he's got
1: Road Runner in him.
0: I still love my guy Dion Smith. I hope he does well at BYU.
1: Yeah. For sure. There's I think there's gonna be more a lot of those guys went to levels where I think they can really play. For sure. Yeah. Um, so it'll be exciting for them. Yep. I'll be pulling for Owen though. All yeah. Of, but I want to see Owen ball. I like, like if UTSA is on, on like a Friday night and Owen McCown is starting, I'll be like hyped to watch it. Hell yeah. Oh yeah. I have whole for McCown too. Oh yeah.
0: We wish Owen well. Um I think they have a veteran quarterback in front of him though. Okay, maybe next year. So we'll see. Anything else? Uh Eric, do you think the recruits who want to commit to Colorado commit to other schools because they wanted to see if Prime can build Colorado into a winner? Of course.
1: I think there'll be some like that. Yeah, I think some will be skeptical. I think there's a lot more who will just be like, "No, this guy's going to win."
0: Yeah. Yeah, the Brandon Davis Swains of the world who yeah. are like, "Yeah, we I already know what's going to happen here." Yeah, exactly. All right. Uh, fun show we'll be back tomorrow sco
1: buffs sco buffs